0: Really what's been happening is that the Lord has been in this and that there are people who are hungry for the Lord and all we've been doing is extending invitations. The Lord has been sending people and then we connect together and uh, we grow in relationship and we grow together. And in the same way that we've received, there's other people out there who, who need this, right? And, but we don't know who they are, but the Lord does. So he's going to send those people, we have to be sowing seeds, we have to extend invitations, and, uh, and then who knows what will happen,
1: but the Lord is in it. Welcome to the 9 to 5 podcast, conversations with Christians about lives of faith, integrity, and excellence at work. They are from Christians in Commerce, a ministry supporting and encouraging men and women to be Christ in the workplaces. We hope you enjoy this episode. Before today's episode, I thought it would be helpful to have some context on today's discussion. So on the line, I have longtime member of Christians in Commerce, Steve Becker, who's also been on the board and is actively engaged uh, with the evolution of the organization. So Steve, I'm wondering if you could just give me a little background and context what we're going to hear about today.
2: Sure, I'd be glad to do that. But I think the first thing to do is introduce who you are, now that you've introduced me. I know that you've been on previous podcasts, but you never tell people your name. So I'm gonna make you public right now. This is Alex Soholt. Alex does the editing and he's a creative specialist with us. He's been very involved over the last year, helping create a new look and some of the different content that we're trying to make available in the new media. So having said that, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about, this was at our annual conference in October. The one you have today is our chair of the board interviewing uh, two members of the local chapter in South Bend, Indiana. And just to give a little background, Christians of Commerce historically has been a chapter based organization. And within those chapters, they form challenge groups. Uh, the challenge groups are really designed to build brotherhood amongst men and sisterhood amongst women and to apply them to the particulars of the individuals and their situations. It's all about supporting each other and living our lives for Jesus Christ 24-7.
1: So you, you briefly touched on it, but can you just tell me a little bit more about this new direction that Christians in Commerce is going and how it's going to impact the organization overall?
2: Yeah, so one of the things that's really happened over the three decades of our existence is we've become very content-rich. Our whole focus has been on grassroots, frontline. Living out your faith with the particular situations and circumstances that people find themselves in, we've uh, have a workday reflection where we're able to capture people's firsthand stories and make those available to us. Our monthly chapter newsletter has reflections built into them. That is what the chapter, the challenge groups, actually usually use to uh, foster a good, healthy conversation and put some focus to it. And we didn't—we never, never wanted it to be about creating an organization or creating a ministry the ministry is just a means to an end our real goal is to fan in the flame a movement of the holy spirit in the workplace to really engage christians where they typically would leave their faith at the door into actively being god's presence in their situations and circumstances so that's what uh, the new direction is all about uh, everything we do we try to make available free and make it very adaptable and people can access it through our website and uh, market it. We've developed uh, new materials and resources that uh, we talk about in our podcast. So it's all about applying Christianity to the specifics of the daily events, activities of our lives. There's just a lot that's out there, good theology about uh, workplace, the vision and mission of workplace Christianity. We want to translate that into uh, real examples tell the stories of people who are living it on the front lines.
1: So back to today's episode, is there anything more you want to say about that? Yeah, it was very impressive
2: with the guys who were up on the stage talking about their activity in South Bend, Indiana. They've, they've gone to uh, 35 new members of their challenge groups. And so they talk a lot about how they made that happen and what the impact has been on each other's lives. And one of the things I'll mention just is that they... You'll hear them mention working for our father video series that we do, and uh, they found that that's been a very good way for them to launch new groups. If people want to know more about that, they can go to our
1: website. Great. Well, thank you for taking time today to give us a little insight into the the new direction of Christians in Commerce.
2: You bet. Thanks for all the work you do too, Alex.
1: Now let's join today's conversation. Here's Rich Proust, our chairman, serving as our moderator. He'll introduce his panel.
3: So we have uh, Rob Gu and Steve Smith with us, and um, so two years ago, Rob, I didn't know who you were, and now you're in this room up on the stage. How did that happen?
4: Well, two years ago, I didn't know you were. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I thought you know. I was famous. <laughs> <what> I mean. <laughs> uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, I didn't even know what CIC was, and I was raised in the Catholic church for a long time, I'm no longer Catholic. I am visiting, uh, I belong to the Vineyard, which is a non-denominational. And um, I was a transplant to South Bend. Long story short, I uh, got introduced to a guy, and he's sitting next to me, through his aunt. And uh, he's in the real estate world. I'm in the lending world. I do mortgages. I was new to the area. I wanted to build real relationships. I wanted to kind of network into South Bend. So I started in the fall of 2015. And uh, one day I got an email. And it was off of uh, just a mass mailing list. I thought it was a networking event. And it was an invitation to working for our fathers. And you guys are sneaky, because I looked at this thing, and I couldn't figure out what the heck it was. (laughs) And I mean, I read and read and read. And I'm like, man, what is this event? But nonetheless, it came from Steve. I really had a lot of respect for him. He had a great reputation in the community, and I kept hearing good things. So that's how I showed up, showed up to working
0: for our fathers.
3: Great, so tell me your side of the story, Steve.
0: (laughs) So my side of the story is that, you know, we've been having discussions for years and years about how to reach more people, reach younger people, and just continue to extend this, uh, what we've experienced in Christians in Commerce, which you've been hearing about up here, uh, during these discussions, how do, we, how do we reach out to people who need this? Because I know when I was invited to Christians in Commerce, I needed this. And I bet every person in this room could say the same thing. So now the Lord calls us to say, okay, well, you've been given this. How can you, how can you pass it on to others? And so we can all enlarge that giving and receiving. So anyways, we're planning for a, a Working for Our Father series. And I had a list of, you know, all the people that I thought would probably be likely to come and could really benefit from this. But we decided to, to do some new things, and, and uh, so we, we created a Facebook page and set out an invite. And right there in the meeting, I pulled up my phone, and, and I said, Okay, well, I have 737 friends. Send all. Boom. There we go, right? And we just, just blasted it out there. And as, as the Lord would have it, none of the people that I thought would come came, and several people that I had no idea would come or be interested are the ones that came, and uh, I'll turn it back over to you to tell tell
3: what happened next. Yeah, so Rob, um, you show up at this working for our Father. You don't really know anybody, and then you go through. What what was your experience of all of this? (laughs) I didn't know what to expect,
4: and uh, the message was good. I had been looking for a group like that, and actually with my wife, we had been looking for a church. gone to a lot of them, tried eight or nine different churches out, and it was kind of perfect timing for us. Uh, the Working for Our Father series, uh, videos, okay, message, okay, and then at the end of the, the series, they broke us up in these small groups, and I had no idea what I was getting ready to get into, right? I got all walks of life. There's probably 40, 50 people, and uh We went back and we talked about stuff, and when we talked about stuff, I was like, wow. And uh, really kind of got into depth on the message. And I guess it was just okay because I didn't really understand the message. Uh, It was kind of cool for me to be in a room with somebody who could show me, uh, teach me. And, you know, even being raised Catholic, uh, you hear the same stuff over and over again, and a lot of times it doesn't get explained. So I thought that was cool. Plus, I was sitting in a room with perfect strangers, and uh, they didn't feel like strangers. So I came back for week two, and three, and four.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So at the end of um, four weeks, uh, we looked at each other and we said, hey, we should keep doing this. We're, We're the, you know, four or five of us are really enjoying meeting was essentially we'd been having a challenge group there for four weeks together and we had connected and so we exchanged you know phone numbers and contact information we decided all right well we don't have a plan yet but we're going to figure out when and where to meet and at the time I had uh, been a part of that Wednesday 515 group awesome group but the Lord really had put it on my heart to try to expand you know and, and start some new challenge groups and plant some seeds and whatnot. So. Another guy that was in that group uh, was a guy named Shane Soule who had uh, gone through a divorce but was uh, leading a a company called Zealand Lumber, a division of Zealand Lumber in our town and had a lot of influence and whatnot. So I uh, decided to take uh, Shane to breakfast and and the Lord put it on my heart to ask him to be the leader of the challenge group. Uh, Again, even though he's not even officially a member of Christians in Commerce. And, is, you know, it's kind of like Joe giving a talk, on, you know, on his his first challenge weekend and Peter getting invited to the service council in about three seconds, you know. I'm like, well, this is, I see a trend here. This seems to be going. So I went to to breakfast with Shane, and we were just talking. I said, okay, well, we're going to launch this thing called a challenge group, and I think you should lead it. And Shane was Taken aback, you know, he was like, "Well, I don't even know what to do." I was like, "Well, I'll be your wingman. I've done this before, you know, but it's it's not that hard, you know. We got to pick a place. We start reading the the challenge newsletter, and that'll kick off the conversation. We'll start with a prayer, end with a prayer, and issue a challenge. So just you know, read, go ahead and read this newsletter. Think of a challenge, and uh, and you're gonna do great. You're 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 a natural leader. And it's like he'd never heard that before. You know what I mean? He was like, "Well, I didn't even. I'm a leader." I'm like. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. You know, The Lord is with you. And so, uh, so we decided to meet at his place of business, which was also really cool. And we decided to do it during the work day. So that was kind of an important thing for us, too. We're like, you know what? We really want to bring Christ into our work. We are going to meet in your place of business during the work day um, until we found out they served breakfast across
3: the street and we relocated over there because their biscuits and gravy are fire. <laughs> So um, one one thing you all may have picked up is uh, from Steve and Randy and me. We kind of come from a sales background, and there's this thing called the assumed close, which <laughs> is you just say something and you assume the person's going to go along unless they say no. And uh, that's how Joe ended up, you know, giving his talk and joining CIC and and Rob. You know, we just and Shane. It's like, of course, Shane, you're going to run this group, right? And um, it's very effective. So So Shane, talk about the um, challenge group. What's been your experience with the challenge group? Or I'm sorry, Rob.
4: That's all right. That's all right. I assumed that you were calling me Rob. (laughs) Um, Our challenge group is uh, fantastic. Our challenge group is more than a challenge group. Um, It's doubled in size. It's split, and it's growing again. And it's... A good message. But more importantly, you've got eight or ten people in the group from all walks of life. Most of them type A personalities. And every single one of them gives a different perspective. Whether it's on the reading or if somebody in our group, something's weighing heavy on their heart. uh, Everybody's there to help. You heard that from the first two groups who are up here talking. And I think it's a common thread with, I call it an accountability group. For the first year I was in it, I called it church. Um, It did both. I'm not the guy that reads the Bible. There's a lot of stuff that I just don't take time to do. And I don't understand it's why I didn't do it. Uh, But let me tell you, it's kind of a cool story. And it's one of the reasons why I'll be with Christians in Commerce for the rest of my life. Um, Shane, a newbie. Didn't know what the heck he was doing, had no clue, nervous, right? Talks real fast, reads real slow. And uh, uh, I'm like, we go to our first meeting at his office. And at the end of our meeting, that by the way, went great. This freaking guy gives us a homework assignment. I, I mean, I didn't do homework in six years in college, right? But I show up and I get a homework assignment. And he's like, write a letter. And it was part of the sharing. And, you know, uh, people don't know me, and nobody knew me. I got married when I was 37 to a wonderful lady named Sally. And uh, I inherited teenage stepkids, 15, 11, and 9. Okay? Honeymoon years are over, right? <laughs> um, and as I, as I stayed married, um, it's hard to be a stepdad. You uh, can't really discipline. You can only suggest. You try to teach. You're supposed to be their friends. And teenage stepkids hate you, right? They don't want to have anything to do with you because they're struggling too. So for five, six years, that really, really was one of my biggest battles. I don't have a problem getting in front of a couple hundred people talking. I don't have a problem in sharing. I had a problem just reaching out to my kids. And uh, this letter, this assignment, write a letter to somebody and let them know how you feel. So I wrote three letters. And uh, my only hope is that it would touch them. And one day, somehow, I would know that it worked. And all I really wanted them to know was I loved them. And I didn't know how to say it. So I guess Christians in Commerce in the workplace really wasn't what CIC was to me. CIC was something totally different. And uh, now I'm learning how to share it in my workplace. But I work out of my bedroom, (laughs) single in the house, right? I haven't got my office yet. So I guess uh, being out on the street is my workplace. And wherever I go, I meet somebody. I didn't know that until I learned more while was there in CIC. So uh, the challenge group, those are my friends. Those are my people now. Um,
0: here. Rob has uh, helped a lot of people that have needed lo- thought they needed loans or whatever, or maybe they were just stealing his toilet paper at his office, but he, invi- he invited them in anyways and spent hours with them. So there's some great stories there. But uh, this past January... <clears throat> Rich Proust gave a number of, uh, there were some videos, and he wrote some of the challenge newsletter reflections. And many of them were along the, the lines of, uh, ask not what Christians in Commerce can do for you, but what you can do for Christians in Commerce. And when we say that, what you can do for the Lord in his ministry through Christians in Commerce, which is really what this is. And and our group has grown quite strong together. So we're vigorous now and we're hungry and we're eager. And so this was a message we we're ready to hear. And Terry Cassell came and, and sat down with us and a lot of these guys, because much of our experience together was in a, a challenge group, didn't know about all of you, right? So their 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 experience of Christians in commerce was pretty small. And as Terry came and we talked about it more, they realized, oh, well okay, there's you know, there's a lot of other people out there doing this and we can connect into this bigger ministry. And we began uh, talking together. And, uh, you know, some guys said, well, well, we want to have the annual conference in South Bend and we think we could do a great job. And, anyways, we're just, you know, we're getting fired up and, and talking ideas. And one of the things that we said and, and gave each other the freedom to do is we said, okay, we've been meeting together. This has been absolutely awesome. But we don't need to be afraid that, that we just have to stay here in our challenge group. If the Lord calls any of us to go out, and start another challenge group, and expand this to other people. You know, if, that, if the Lord puts that on your heart, don't do it if he's not putting it on your heart, but the Lord puts that on your heart, grab another guy, and go out two by two, and let's, let's expand this thing, right? If it's been good for us, let's invite some other people. It wasn't long after that, we put on another Working for Our Father series, a second one, Send another Facebook invite out. Some more people come. This time, a guy named Tony Rizzo attends working for our father. And Rob came, you know, at least because he knew me. Tony didn't know anybody. He just saw literally an advertisement on Facebook and was looking to get plugged into something like this, came to check it out. And, uh, you know, and then Randy uh, he's noticed, okay, here's this new guy, and they're talking. And so several of us connected with Tony, just like Peter mentioned, took an interest in him. Randy followed up afterwards and said, can I take you to coffee? I reached out to Tony, can I take you to coffee? And so we started investing in him. And then uh, and then Randy said, Tony, you know, Tony, you should really think about getting in a challenge group. What's that? Right? We don't realize how other people are, you know, perceiving us. And he says, you know, and there's a really good one out here at Zealand Lumber. You should go go check it out. So Tony jumps into our, our challenge group and... Uh, you know, but I know that Tony, Tony works downtown, I, and this is a really far away to get to the, the challenge group that we're running at Zeeland Lumber. It was where the Lord called us to be, but I'm very practically speaking thinking, man, it'd be a whole lot more convenient if we were meeting over here. So I whisper in Tony's ear after he's been there for a couple, three weeks, hey, Tony, what do you think about starting a challenge group in downtown South Bend? And Tony says, yeah, it'd be awesome. I was kind of thinking the same thing, and there's three guys I'd like to invite already. So I get up and I walk around the table and I whisper to Shane. I said, hey, Shane, remember how we said if, if two guys wanted to split off and do their own thing? I was like, I just wanted you to know because I don't want you to be blindsided when we, when we split off, you know, but it's going to be a good thing. And Shane says, did you tell Tony that he's leading it yet? LAUGHTER <laughs> And so that's what we did. So Tony, Tony has been the leader of our downtown challenge group since day one. And uh, we thought that it was going to be a fledgling startup. The first challenge group, we had 10 guys. We've had no less than seven cents, and that was uh, two months ago. And now that we've kind of pruned the, the Zealand challenge group, it kind of you know thinned down because some of the guys migrated with us for whom we went on a different day, different time, different location. And uh, that's really a wonderful thing, too, because it opens up options for people, right? Whether, you know, some people can't meet at 6.45 a.m. on a weekday. Some people can't meet in the evening because they're working then or have family commitments. Some people prefer to meet on a Saturday. And so now we have all these different places where people can come and uh, connect. And and really what's been happening is that the Lord has been in this and that there are people who are hungry for the Lord— and all we've been doing is extending invitations. The Lord has been sending people, and then we connect together. And uh, we grow in relationship, and we grow together. And in the same way that we've received, there's other people out there who, who need this, right? And, but we don't know who they are, but the Lord does. So he's going to send those people. We have to be sowing seeds. We have to extend invitations. And, uh, and then who knows what will happen, but the Lord is in it.
1: Amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You'll want to check out our website at workingforourfather.com. It's constantly being updated with new content to support you and others in living your faith at work.